Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting where today I'm gonna be talking about when should you talk to your kids about the birds and the bees? So the big question is this, how are parents like us who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about when you should talk to your kids about the birds and the bees. So I think most parents... Um, for one reason or another, dread having this conversation with their children. Um, for various reasons, right? It's it's not comfortable, but it's not comfortable for who? It's not comfortable for the parents. Kids don't even know what you're about to talk about. They have no clue. It's uncharted territory. So my my first thought is, why is it so uncomfortable? Because we just don't want to go there. Uh, my, my second thing is, let me tell you why uh, this is the topic of conversation. Uh, our family went up to the, to the cabin, to, to the mountains. We rented a cabin for a few days for fall break. Um, we have some friends who also uh, either own or rented some cabins up there. We went to a pumpkin patch and a corn maze and a hayride. Uh, one of those places and we're out on the hayride in the pumpkin patch and the guy riding a tractor basically stops at the pumpkin patch starts telling us how pumpkins are created he says you need bees <laughs> you need some birds you need some bees uh, and and he basically let us know, and this is a pretty cool fact that I, I thought was interesting that I didn't know. He says a flower for a pumpkin blooms once, like they, they get one a day. They're, they're there for 24 hours and they need to be pollinated by a bee 15 times or there will be no pumpkin. So he showed us the bees. And as all of us parents are on the front of the hayride and all the kids are in the back, One of the moms says, well, yeah, there was an opportunity. So I just jumped in and I had that conversation with her son just a few weeks earlier. Now, mind you, I have a nine-year-old. Um, he is, and I've probably said this a million times on this podcast, but he's the youngest one in his class due to his birth date. And one of the things that, uh, so, so all of his friends, he just turned nine. A lot of his friends will be turning 10 in the next couple months or have already turned 10. So when I think about it, he's kind of a year behind. But the question is, if his friends already know, who do I want talking to him about the birds and the bees? A 10 year old or myself? And then to what extent do we share information? I'll let you know. I have not researched this and I normally research things before as these types of things are approaching. 
and I wanted it to be raw and real, and I may come up with an episode in the next few weeks, <coughs> excuse me, that talks about what I researched and how to approach it, because there will be some things I read that make a ton of sense to me, and there are going to be things that doesn't resonate with me, and I suggest that you do this for any large conversation, anything that you need. Um, in my book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, uh, chapter one is do your research, right? Before the baby's born and as the baby grows into a toddler and a young child and an adolescent, all those things, all those stages. Like, what do I do with a nine-year-old? What developmental stages is he in? Right now I know my son is in, like he needs his click. He needs his boys, he needs his friends. This is, and as they were on something yesterday, they were on a, a, a Google Hangout. They're boys, they're busting each other's chops and he's kind of coming to me and telling me what they're all saying to each other and how they're treating and how they're muting each other and how they're hanging up and on the video game they're playing, they're like, hey, no killing each other and then someone's backstabbing somebody. And, and he's kind of chuckling and he's been sensitive in the past. And my wife gets a little upset. It's like, why are you doing that to each other? And I said, they're, they're, they're socializing. This is how boys socialize. They, they bust each other's chops. They do stuff. He's in that stage. But I read about this. He needs this. So when he's like, can I get on a Zoom, a Google Hangout with my friends? If that's all he has, that's what we do. Same thing with this birds and bees things. I'm going to read about this. And based on what I read and what information I gather, I'm gonna take the best approach for me and my family and my wife. And do we sit down as a family? Do I have that conversation on my own as, as a, a man to young man? Uh, but here's, here's my gut and you guys know, I don't know much about, I don't know Jack about parenting, but I know a little bit about life. I'm gonna give him what he needs to know. And does he need to know it all? Nope. And my gut is telling me like two people love each other, right? This is about sex, right? And and I want him, the first time he hears about it, to be come from a place of love because that's what good, intimate, uh, adult relationships are about. Is about intimacy, not just the act of. And we're gonna talk a little bit about when two adults are in love, they can make a baby. And that's why mom and dad made you and your brother. And here's the funny part. As his friend's mom was sharing this, she shared it without her husband being around and he walks into the room a few minutes later and he just looks at his father. Her son looks at his father and he goes, not not even knowing what happened, he looks at him and goes, you did that to her? <laughs> and he didn't even know what he was talking about. So, I, I don't know what exactly she shared and Ed, that'll probably be a little bit of my research. Like, what did you tell your son? Because that's probably what he's going to tell his friends, hence my son. And I want to make sure there's some clarity and not some crossing. And I'm sure she didn't say anything bad, 
but I also want to know what she said so that I can, you know, say, hey, some people may say this or some people may say that, but this is how dad wants you to envision it right now. And just know that's for adults, not young children. Um, and then I just last week did the one on the social dilemma. You know, kids have access to the internet. Put up your security measures, your safeguards, your if you, if you haven't done it already, and and test and see what they can access in regards to sex and the birds and the bees, because the curiosity will be peaked and they will go searching. And I think that's if I have any hesitancy. It's why tell him when he has full access to the internet and he could go find things one way or another that he doesn't need to see. The reason I'm going to be sharing this with him also is because, unfortunately, in the games he plays, a lot of people have the name, um, you know, with an XXX in the name. He's like, Dad, what does XXX mean? So many people have this in their their username. So if he doesn't find out what it is for me, he's probably gonna Google it and say, what does XXX mean? And he's gonna find out it's a, it's, it's, it's an ex extremely um, version of an adult movie. And I don't want him finding that out again without I don't want him finding it out from anybody other than myself. Because when we talk to our kids, this makes sense to me, right? When we talk to our kids about anything, even an uncomfortable situation, when things are uncomfortable for them, they'll approach us because we know we're they know that we were willing to make those difficult conversations happen on our end and they'll have them on their end. And ultimately, I think parents, that's what we want. We want our kids to have open communication with us, but we have to be willing to have those difficult conversations for them to feel comfortable to have them back with us. And on that note, I'll see you next week. Do you wanna be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be The Dad You Wish You Had at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.